Hey, coconuts, by the time you hear this, I'm no longer in Singapore. I'm in Georgia, Tbilisi, Georgia. So not the like US Georgia state, but an ex-USSR nation in the south of Russia, right? South of Moscow to be exact. So I'm here and I'll be spending some time talking to different people and I'm going to share with you today why they decided to fly here. Um, a little bit of mesmerization, a little bit of like idealist thoughts. But yeah, I'm definitely very excited to be here. And over the course of the next few months, you will hear some interviews from me. Um, I may bring on some friends on this Tuesday segment. Just kind of share their thoughts, share their perspectives and why they are here in Georgia, digital nomad hub of Eastern Europe. Yeah. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it, ultimately empowering us great life we love for managing our finances well. So today, we're going to spend some time, a uh, more chill episode to share with you guys what am I trying to achieve here in Georgia, and uh, why am I here what am I seeking for? Why did I not stay in Singapore? This is going to be a chill episode. You know, can I be there? Too geeky. I need a break. You need a break. We all need some fun. And yeah, it's coming. So yeah, we're going to slowly wind down into the loud season of content and of work. So yeah, join me today as I share with you and recount and think about what do I need and why am I here? Okay, today's episode, uh, not sponsored by Tourism Board, not sponsored by Immigration, not sponsored by Georgian Immigration Hub or like, I don't know, Work From Georgia program. They actually have a Work From Georgia program, by the way, guys, you can go and check it out. Uh, it is a one-year visa arrangement for digital nomads to work from Georgia, right? So uh, they are riding the wave and there's a lot of uh, action here. Also, I've read online, a lot of digital nomads, a lot of crypto people, they're all there and it's a... Uh, Interesting, thriving, quirky hub. So kind of think like, um, what is a good place? Uh, kind of think like Malacca went digital, okay? So, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely, you can search and you can see the place. I, I'm not there yet. Currently, I'm still at home in Singapore and I'm recording advanced. So by the time I'm there, I'll have more experiences and I can share with you more about the place, about the people here, about life here and my experience here. Honestly, I'm feeling a little bit jittery. At first, when I first bought a ticket, I was very excited. I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go out there onto the world again. Because I actually came back in a rush, right? So I was living in KL. I came back because of COVID. I mean, it was very bad at the point in time. I came back, ended up, I stayed here for like, what, close to two years. And it wasn't easy, but it was great growing the podcast together with you guys. And we had a team, we have supporters, we have sponsors, and, and also... That, that definitely kept me going, but uh, I cannot deny that I did come back in a rush. I didn't even complete my rent in KL, so I still had two or three months left, you know, for, for my space in KL. And I had to get my friends to help me clean up the place and clear at the end before handing back to the landlord. Came back and uh, a lot of uncertainty because, you know, every 
few months, there's some change every few months. I feel like, yeah, I can go out now, but no, no, cannot go out yet. So it's like, what's going on? So it's very hard to plan the first few. I would say the first year was very hard to plan, which, which was like 2020, right? I'm sure every one of you experienced together. Uh, but later part uh, of this COVID situation, somewhere around mid-2021, you kind of see, okay, the situation's a little bit more controlled. Yeah, maybe we could kind of explore some other things. So I definitely got myself vaccinated. And when I saw that some of these other countries were opening up and allowing people to move, to travel there and just kind of experience, I was like, yeah, count me in. Count me in. I'm coming. <laughs> so, and uh, that is why I've decided to left. I'm not saying that, you know, you should all like live on Exodus out of Singapore. And I totally get Singapore government's position of trying to protect the mass and protect the people and all that. I mean, you don't want your neighbours, friends or family members to randomly pass away. I mean, it's painful. I'm not taking a political position here and I'm not trying to tell you or tell the government what to do. But from my own perspective, I feel like, hey, I really spent two years here. So my prime of my life, I'm like last year before I'm 30, I'm 29 this year. So I'm like, yeah, I, I need to go out and see the world, man. Like the world is waiting for me and I'm already vaccinated and I think it'll be fine. Whatever it is, I will bear the responsibility but I can't wait to kind of feel the world again. If you're new to the podcast, you may or may not know that I used to be quite an avid traveller. So I've travelled to many parts of ASEAN, many parts of Asia, and I am the kind that travel for months. right? So I will stay there for a month, two months, three months, um, depending. And then once I think I'm done here, I've consumed enough of the energy and culture and experiences here, I will move to the next place and I'll stay there for a few more months. you know. So yeah, crazy guy here. And one of the main reasons, uh, in fact, the very first reason I'm going to share with you today as to why am I leaving for Georgia and why am I leaving for, you know, leaving Singapore more than for Georgia, like I would say. And the first thing is, uh, of course, my mental health. It sounds a little bit overused and uh, probably not the most sexy thing to talk about. But uh, periodically, I also talk about it on our podcast. And you know, uh, I'm quite a big proponent of taking care of your mental health. You know, I tell you to uh, rent a place outside, you know, so that you can develop yourself. And if your home is not the best place, then why not go out there and try to build your own home? Uh, and what have you, right? So I'm, oh, I'm already quite a big proponent of mental health, but I'm going to take today to expand on it because I think the social stigma is quite serious at this point in time. So a lot of people have a lot of you know, you shouldn't go out, you shouldn't travel, you shouldn't, you should stay at home, you should be safe and all those kind of things. And like, I get it, guys. I totally get it that as a collective, we want to be safe and, and all that. But honestly, from a personal standpoint, I'm struggling mental health-wise. Right? I feel like I procrastinate a lot, I binge eat, I take more time to do everything. I take a lot of energy. Like, reply one email. I also be like, ah, you know, it's taking so long. And all these are signs of uh, my mental health not in the best state. Okay, so I tell people that by the time you break, it's quite late already, right? So by the time you break down, you know, things go crazy already. So that is not the place you want to be. One step below the breakdown will be high, high stress, right? Where you start to binge eat, you start to, you know, be extremely forgetful, you start to isolate yourself, you start to, you know, do all those things that are not great, lah, to be honest. I mean, I'm not a 
mental health expert, uh, but you, you get some of these ideas, right? Like self-mutilation, self-harm, isolation, depression, you know, those kind of things are like before your mental health totally breaks. Uh, you're what I call the danger zone. Uh, right? And I don't think this is the best zone to be in, don't get me wrong. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's something that people should should pride themselves that, yeah, I'm very stressed, I still do it, you know? So like, like don't, yeah, I don't, I don't bite that shit, like hustle porn and all those kind of, uh, yeah, kind of macho mask kind of ideas. They, they don't sit with me very well. I think more people should be one step below, which is the stress. Okay, so you think, uh, break, break already, okay? Mental breaking, uh, that's, the, that's the part where I totally cannot already. Okay, one step below is danger. So I'm currently in the danger zone. And one step below danger is stress. So stress is a very normal thing. When you are trained to be stressed, okay, your body signals are trained over time to kind of pick up what are some situations that is dangerous. You will, you will build up stress hormones, you will build up um, all these kind of stress signals for yourself, right? And it, they come with very small things. It can be you clenching your fist, it can be you wanting to go to the toilet more. I do that. Every time I go to a new place and then I'll be like, oh my God, there's so many people, right? I'm, I'm getting a little bit overwhelmed and then I'll rush to the toilet. Right? So if I go to a new place, if I see you, then I see a lot of people, right? Don't be surprised if I go to the toilet and then I come out and I go to the toilet again, then I'll come out. Right? So I'm actually in the process of adjusting myself. Okay? So you're not weird if you do that. Okay? I just want to put it out there. So this is the part where I think a lot of people can be at. You know, when people say all the shit about you and then you want to shut off your mind, um, or you want to, you know, um, you feel very jittery, you feel, just kind of stress signals, right? Are healthy, okay, they're healthy, yeah? They're healthy and you should work with it, okay? They're healthy and they give you a signal that, oh, I'm not in the most comfortable situation. And I'm not saying that everybody should be very comfortable every single day, yeah? So, um, you shouldn't be in chronic stress, which is where danger is, right? So, Stress is okay. And we're not here to talk about the stress part today. This is not a mental health podcast. But if you guys love it, right, let me know. I'm, I'm happy to spend more time to talk about some of these things. Uh, I've spent a lot of time consuming some of these content and read up on you know, some of these books and, and all that. And I don't like to read self-help books that are super watered down. Okay? I'm the kind that read philosophy books, you know, medical papers, and, and those kinds of stuff. I say, okay, I want. Okay? So I will not give you the rinse and repeat shit that is out there. Uh, I definitely want to give you more insightful stuff that I've tried. Okay, but today is not a podcast for that. I am just here to tell you that I'm not in the best state of mind. I appreciate your support and I appreciate that you guys want me to keep doing more things. But I cannot. I just cannot keep doing it while being here because this place is firstly very expensive to be very mentally healthy. <laughs> and uh, I, I have a lot of traumatic experience here growing up. Right, so, and Singapore is super dense, very high stressed. Um, I mean, you don't need me to tell you. I think the anxiety level here is a bit too high, okay? Um, especially amongst the locals. When I go downstairs, I feel their energy. I won't call myself an empath. If you understand what is empath, is that people that can feel the energy of other people and then they kind of take on their energy load. But I want to take this opportunity to let you know that if you are in the danger zone and if you are feeling the extra stress signals, um, which you feel is chronic, right? Then you probably want to do something about it. Whether is it um, pick up a new habit, whether is it go search for help, or whether is it like me, take a break, break out of the system and go and do a little bit of light traveling. You, know, do, you don't need to buy me. I tried to do that for months. Uh, but, you know, so I think it's something that you cannot save or no. And yeah, it's, 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 it's hard. Like, it's, it's not very, 
it's not very me. I know today it's not like super thought through and all that. But yeah, I want to tell you guys that it's been hard. Um, and I feel like I am a magical hat pulling out bunnies every day. Lor. <laughs> so that is point number one. Okay, I'm not in the best state of mental health. And so I definitely need to go. But I appreciate your support. And I appreciate that you listen to me talk all the way. I did hear 10 over minutes. Uh, and yeah, it's it's real nice. I love you guys. Um, and we're doing a lot of great content. Or at least I hope we're doing a lot of great content. So if anything, we probably couldn't have gotten so far without the support of all of you. And of course, our sponsors. Okay, I'm not shy to say someone sponsored me. And because they sponsor me, you should check out their platform. You should check out their services. I know Paiseon, okay? I, I don't think there's a need to to hide. And you know, oh yeah, and try to fluff up some rubbish <laughs> about, about, about make you feel good and make you feel like we're objective. I'm not, okay? So... If people sponsor, I will say they sponsor and I'll say like, okay, thank you for sponsoring us. You know, for all of you, if you're exploring something like that, please go and check them out. And if it fits your palette, go ahead. Because I feel that I've already shared with you a lot of objective measurements, how to measure some of these things. And you can decide for yourself if whatever these platforms are uh, for you, go ahead. Okay, sorry for my <laughs> sponsor rent. But yes, so mental health is main reason. Which brings me to point number two, okay? My second reason why I'm leaving um, Singapore and I'm in Tbilisi uh, is for creative, creative resources. I'm not saying here it's not creative, but I keep pulling rabbit out of my head. I need things to come into my ecosystem. Huh? And I'll talk a little bit more about this uh, afterward from our sponsor. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, so creative resources and creative insights. If you are creative or... I don't want to put creative sound like... Uh, I don't know. Okay, so I don't want to make creative sound like this uh, up there, you know, like we, we artifati, right? And... We need our space. We need all these things to create and all that. But I need new experiences. I know a lot of you guys, you DM me, you tell me that, hey, you know, I appreciate your content. I, I love how, how uh, you look at certain things. I love your perspective of things. I love your insightfulness and all that. So I, I appreciate that you love what I do. And I really want to keep doing that for you. But recently, I just feel very dry very dry like I got no new stimulus I got no novelty in my life I got no new experiences I just cannot give you more I, I've struggled to give you okay although I say that right two weeks later I was suddenly a more one okay it tends to be like that but but if I keep feeling this way <laughs> if I keep feeling this way it's not the healthiest situation maybe uh, it's also a part of what is adding on to my stress to the work and to the podcast and to the community right so I need novelty and I think in all your lives, you need novelty. You cannot live a life on rinse and repeat and dehumanize yourself, right? A lot of people, they are on this endless pursuit for wealth accumulation, on career progression, not because they really want it, or not because they're very aware. And it's okay if you're not very aware, just be honest with yourself. It is fine. 
Okay, uh, I'm going to record an episode about, you know, what I would tell myself if I was in my 20s or if I, if I could do this again. And um, maybe when I was younger, I was a bit more idealistic, right? But now that I've gone through this process, I think I have uh, some insights to share. Uh, so that, that's a topic for another day, right? But the idea is that it's okay to don't know, but you must first recognize you don't know. And it's okay that you are taking on a common narrative that people are doing is fine, right? But you also must recognize that you're doing it. So, when you look at a lot of these people that they are on an endless pursuit, endless chase for wealth accumulation, for bigger portfolio, um, bigger house and career progression, some people, they know why they are doing it. They're very clear and they're very calm. Uh, many other people, I think, okay, from a colloquial observation, they don't know why they're doing it. And I do think that it is a form of escapism. Right, so they are trying to escape their lack of love, their lack of uh, community spirit, their lack of reason, the lack of why that exists in their life. And rather than exploring to the unknown, you know, which is which is is, is difficult, I mean. Okay, so rather than exploring to the unknown, they they amp up what they are doing, they amp up what they're familiar with. And they just go on this like high cycle. I mean, and I, although I use they, sounds a bit derogatory, but hey, if you do it right, it's okay. Because I also do it. Sometimes I do it too. If, if I struggle right, then I just repeat the same thing and same thing, same thing, thinking that I can break out. Suddenly, I have a new idea. Suddenly, I know what I want. Right? So it is very, very human. I'm not saying that it is like, oh, you know, like these people, you know, I different. No, I also go through this struggle. Which is why I'm doing this. I, I need to break out and I need to go there. And I need all this new novelty. And novelty is extremely powerful. And I'm sure you, you guys have, have you, you know this experience of novelty, right? I mean, when you were a kid or when you were younger in school, you try this new thing, you play this new game, or you pick up this new sport, this new art, this new craft. First few months, you love it. After a while, you reach a point where you ask yourself, whether do I want to continue to do it? Or whether do I want to like spend more effort to break through to another level? And if it's not, then okay, lah, close shop, move on. Right? But I don't know why, as we get older, everything needs to have some long-term trajectory, must have planning, KPI, we must hit something. Please do not bring the office rubbish home. <laughs> Whatever that is in the office, there is a long-term trajectory because there are business goals that these companies are trying to achieve. But why do you bring that way of life into your life, in that way of operation into your life if you don't know what you're trying to achieve? Right? So, if you don't know what you're trying to achieve, then your better bet is to try. Try many things, experience their novelty. And guys, don't get me wrong, uh, while I'm here, I try very hard for novelty. North, South, East, West, I take the MRT to Tuas Ling, all the way to the end. I spend time walking around, you know, kind of feel the Tuas air environment. I go to Woodlands, you know, I cycle around, I, I picked up like longer distance cycling. I meet up with friends, we play board games, you know, we, we yeah, we, just so we try, a, I tried a lot of things already and I don't have a very big budget to keep trying all these things because the burn rate here is way higher and, you know, I left my job to focus on this. So with the limited resources, I don't want to eat into my portfolio. So I, I have limited choices, right? But all that being said, within my limited choices, I think I try a lot already. <laughs> so... A lot of things that I think is novel, I try already. Um, and I cannot find any more here. Lor. I just find it very hard. Lah. You know, I, I know some of my friends, they try very hard also. Like they go for the walk 
at the, the new Thompson East Coast Line, which is amazing. It links to some of my favorite places like Upper Thompson, Springleaf and all that, right? So they go to the Longkang at Springleaf because they kind of gentrify the area and then they make it sound like, wow, this is an interesting ground to walk around. <laughs> so I'm like, guys, okay, you tried very hard. I, I think you try very hard to get novelty and all. But yeah, lah, it's running out lah, here. So no more. Lah. I need to go somewhere else. Yeah, that's one of the reasons, uh, one of the main reasons why I have to leave. It definitely adds to my mental health, but it also adds to my limited ability to create uh, because there's just not enough novelty in my life. Long. Okay, so uh, bringing me to point number three, why Georgia? Okay, I want to try out remote working and I want to try out um, exploring more in depth into this whole remote working idea. Okay, And uh, Georgia is a very big hub yeah, for remote working over there. And of course, they're a little bit more lax with the COVID restrictions at this point in time. Okay, Vietnam is also a very big hub for um, remote working. Bali is also a very big hub for remote working. But, um, you know, look at the situation here. It's a little bit wild um, and it's not happening. Okay, so, so Georgia is one of those places in Eastern Europe that is a very big remote working hub. And I dare say that remote working is the future, right? It's the future where a lot of people that do not operate in the highest band of uh, a company, right? So if you think of a company, you can broadly separate them into three parts, right? The highest level are the directors, the people that set decisions, set directions based on the data that is out there and based on consumer trends, based on what they know of their resources and all that. They set the direction, okay, we're going to go here. This is our plan for the next five years and this is our KPI for this next three years, blah, 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 right? So they do a lot of planning work. They do, they do a lot of decisions. They do a lot of uh, networking with the uh, important people around in the sector and beyond. And then the second bunch of people are your managers, right? Your managers, of course, manager, this, this range is getting bigger and bigger. Okay? So some of the managers are like senior VP and, and you know, all that. Those guys uh, also do a little bit of the director work. So they join the director discussion, then they come down and uh, work with the management team, right? To, to manage and operate the whole thing. But then there are some people in the mid-management where they're just really governing some processes and trying to push everybody to work, okay? And then the, the big bulk of people at the bottom are your execs, right? So your people that just do the work and do the heavy lifting and do a lot of all the liaison, creative, coding, and, and those kind of hard work, you know, on the, on the ground. Okay? And I'm not saying hard work like on the people at the top uh, don't, don't work hard, okay? I'm just saying like these people actually do the, like, the lifting work, lah. Right, so if you see a company in three segments, directors, managers, and executives, I am foreseeing more and more executive work to go remote. I'm also seeing mid-management work to go remote. You will continue to see directors stay together. You will see it localized, okay? You will see it a little bit more localized. You will see uh, mid-high management a little bit more localized. You may see regional sub-hubs, right? So instead of putting everybody in one office here, uh, you know, people may open an office in Vietnam, they may open an office in, in Thailand, in Hong Kong, whatever, depending on what sector you're in. So with this uh, going into the future, and, and I mean, I've talked about this before, and there are a lot of reports out there. And I mean, for us, our audio editor is in Malaysia, one of our audio editor. Our video editor is in Pakistan. Uh, we are exploring transcribers in the Philippines. Uh, yeah, so you already see, right? Like certain companies, they are starting from ground up. They are doing all that. You know, my friends that run other businesses, they have a very small base in KL also. So they hire a lot of people in KL. Shout out to all our KL listeners and Malaysia listeners. I know a lot of you guys around. So yeah, it's, it's becoming more and more of a thing. And yeah, people can do that these days and companies can do that. It's more efficient for them also. 
So with that, I want to be in the forefront of it. I want to go and explore. Okay, I don't like to sit on the armchair and, and critique and tell you, yeah, I can, yeah, I cannot. I'd rather go there and ask the people. So you will hear a lot of interviews while I'm there. You know, I may replace some of the Tuesday segments with the interviews of the friends that I meet there, whether they run their own blog, you know, they do their own small e-commerce business, maybe not that small dropshipping business, or whatever you, right? So I love to talk to practitioners and I will be there to talk to some of them and explore the cutting edge of uh, remote working to see what works. And yeah, thanks for tuning in 20 over minutes to hear me rant. But today's episode is important to me and um, I appreciate that you listen all the way here, right? Because it's hard to yeah, be vulnerable on air, right? I'm, I'm already one of the more forefront people. I think I'm already very vulnerable on air already, okay? So yeah, these are the three reasons why I'm leaving. I don't think you need me to summarize, but I'm just going to say... Amongst the three reasons why I'm uh, spending time in Georgia, number one is mental health. I feel like I need to go out there and I need to take a break from the high, fast, quick pace of life here in a very dense population. Okay, number two is uh, creative resources. I think I need no more novelty. I think I need to have more experiences uh, to keep creating a good work, good angles and uh not just taking whatever I read online and rinse and repeat and tell you guys. To me, that is like super lame. But that's what a lot of people in the creative work churn. Okay, but yeah, so I want to do that for you. I want to do that for me and I need that novelty. And number three is uh, I want to test out the remote working, right? So I'll be the, in the forefront of remote working. Don't just hear say, just go down and talk to people and just see for myself. I do this episode today, of course, number one is to take a break from all the intense episodes. But also to let all of you listening know that, hey, you know, you don't always need to follow the narrative and you can be a responsible individual, take charge of your life and, you know, if you think you need something and you can afford and, you know, everybody can tell you something else, but, you know, if you feel you should do it, you do it, law. right? And it's not as simple, I know, it's, it's, it's hard to make these decisions, but I want you to know that, hey, you're not alone, number one, and number two, don't need to feel too pressured when people don't agree with you lah. As long as you are clear why you're doing it. Okay? Take care. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group Follow us on our social Sign up for our weekly newsletter We are doing a weekly newsletter reboot We are going to have a lot of information Within the newsletter Everything is in the description below And if you love us And want to help us grow Definitely share the podcast With your friends And on your socials Also if you have any interesting thoughts You want to share Or you know someone That we would like to hear from Reach out to us Through hello at thefinancialcoconut.com With that Have a great day ahead Stay tuned next week And always remember Personal finance can be chill Clear and sustainable for all Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Okay, so it does not mean I will not be recording anymore or I will not be joining you guys for content anymore. But yeah, I may take a break for uh, two weeks, three weeks while I'm in Georgia. So you may not see me as commonly or as prevalently in some of our other shows like Market Updates, Geek Out and some of these other um, shows that we have. But I will still spend time to record and do more stuff for all of you. Uh, thanks for loving what we do. Thanks for supporting us. And yeah, let's see where we can bring this community, this podcast, this company, see how far we can go. Okay? Next week, I'm going to spend some time to talk about leverage. I think a lot of people um, don't understand leverage very well. Okay? And I'm saying this because everybody is talking about debt-free law. But then when they buy a house, uh, they think differently. <laughs> when they talk about buy a house, okay, ma, buy a house, can loan money. But actually, your house leverage is huge, you know. The mortgage sum is not a small sum. So what do you need to understand about leverage? Uh, this is something that I want to be a little bit more nuanced and talk to you guys about next week. Lah. So take care, have fun, take care of yourself, okay? <laughs>